You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we talk about asking for help. When you should, why you should, and how to get better at it in your life. Happy Monday to everybody. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Um, Mental health edition, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it is mental health month. Um, We international today, baby. Yeah, I'm in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, Turned up a little bit, but here we are. (laughs) Still going to make it work. Still going to get the the episode (laughs) popping. Right. Still getting it done. I actually went to a business conference yesterday, and um, there are like two people there who have been on the podcast, uh, Kareem Webb and um, Trey Brown. And Oh, you saw Kareem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I wasn't passing, though, because they were running a little bit late, and you girl had other things to do. So I... <laughs> oh, they were a part of the program? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, um, cool. Trey, Trey was there talking about funding for startups, and he's working with um, part of a community fund uh, to help not only fund startups, but offer business coaching to them. That seems pretty cool. Um, and then Kareem was on a panel or was supposed to be on a panel. Oh, nice. And you were there as a participant? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, but that's cool to um, go to more of those kind of gatherings around like business. And it's just so good to listen to other people who have done things, right? I remember um, back in my DC days, I went to a lot more of those types of things. I feel like I don't see as many in LA or I don't know, maybe I haven't looked for them as much, but um, it, in general, you'd be like, okay, I know some of this stuff, but then there was always like one or two people who would say something that's like, oh, like, let me try that. And then even if you get a little bit of something from it, it's usually worth it. So I hope you got something out of it um, yesterday and that it was a good conference. Yeah, it was um, really dope. It was by, I guess, Wells Fargo funded it. Um, for black and brown entrepreneurs and so I got to meet people I consider it a win if like I'm able to meet people and I mm-hmm. learned something and so got to see some familiar faces but got to meet some folks um, and did learn some things a lot about funding um, I'm trying to get back out and going to more conferences I also used to go to a lot mm-hmm. more but obviously COVID kind of killed a bunch of that and so we're trying to figure out like what it looks like to rebuild but so if you have a business if you want a side business if you're looking to grow yours I would say like look for any type of conferences in the area. Go meet some people, learn some things. There's tons of money out there to help you build your businesses mm-hmm. in the form of loans, but also in the form of grants and even for businesses that aren't nonprofits. Yeah, so, and now there's usually a lot of people who are um, also like live streaming it or you can participate virtually. Mm-hmm. So it's not that much excuse. Um, and then there's so many like free things that do like little virtual um, seminars, et cetera. Um, even if, you know, you can't make the investment to go to some of these like ticketed type conferences. Because mm-hmm. this one was free 99. Um, oh, yeah. That's good. Had a little lunch, all that. But it was cool because I feel like mental health hasn't always been in the forefront of discussion when you're thinking about entrepreneurship and business. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people there talking about it um, in their own businesses like me and there's another person who does like creative uh, wellness for creatives and some mm-hmm. like specific things for artists and photographers and like it's cool and so I think that today's like conversation is very fitting because so many people there were talking about burnout about not being able to take care of yourself and feeling like you're pouring more out and putting your mm-hmm. all into something but then how do you really like take care of yourself 
Yeah, to that point, I do feel like people feel more comfortable speaking about those things because um, it wasn't really a part of the conversation. But I think now in general, um, you, we are starting to see more and more of it, which is good because, you know, it's good to keep reminding people that we are human beings, that we do only have, you know, so much energy and depth to like really get all of these things done. And it can be a lot. So I think today's episode is very fitting to talk about, you know, knowing when to ask for help and what that looks like for you or what that can look like. Yeah. And it's something I thought was interesting because um, I saw a friend of ours post on social media and just asked, like, when do you ask for help? Like, so you specifically. That was just like, a question. Know, oh, they were uh-huh. asking you. Yeah, they were asked. Well, they were asking on their story oh. and we're like, you know, and put a little question box up. And I was like, oh, that I think that'd be a great topic for an episode because mm-hmm. um, even a lot of the re- responses that they were posting, people were like, I don't know usually I'm too late. Like, you know, I, I don't ever ask for help and, and different things. And I'm like, you know, what does it look like actually to ask for help? Like, how do you know when it's time to, you know, reach out to somebody else or when you can continue to push through? Mm. Um, and maybe how do you set up your life in a way where you don't even, it never comes to that point, you know, where you already have the support you need when you're in those systems or in, like when you're in that situation? Hmm. Well, which question should we start with? <laughs> um, so uh, I think we should talk about like, how do you know when it's time to ask for help? Mm. Like, do you ask for help? Like when you think about your life, like when's the last time you asked for help? Well, so are we specifically talking about um, when you're feeling like mentally you're kind of going through it? Um, are we talking about like, oh, I need help with a thing, a task or something like that? We're specifically kind of speaking to, hey, I'm kind of feeling down. Is that right? Mm-hmm. yeah okay. I would say like so, I would say we could focus it on mental health and then kind of talk about the other stuff later yeah because I mean those are totally different right because um when it comes to a more on the on the side of like a mental health hey like I feel like I need to talk to somebody that is um tip that's kind of more far and few between for me personally but that's also because I have a pretty good toolkit which doesn't um necessarily include like having to reach out like that um, mm-hmm. And because I think one of the biggest questions that I've always had and that I see other people have is like, okay, if you are feeling some kind of way or if you're just like, Ugh, I'm just kind of down, like, what does asking for help even mean? Like, what can you, what do you need in that moment? And sometimes you don't really know what you need um, or like, what exactly are you asking for? So quite frankly, I, it doesn't really feel as much as like an asking for help as it does um, when I'm answering this, I'm thinking about like, at what point do I actually say like, hey, I'm, I kind of. I'm feeling kind of down, like, you know, and I just, mm-hmm. let me just reach out or like talk to you or say something. I think that's a little bit different. And I guess it could still be asking for help, but like, usually I just, I just say how I'm feeling. So I'm like, man, I'm feeling really like drained right now. Like I really, um, you know, like th- this is just how I'm feeling. And then usually kind of just maybe stating that talking for a minute might be helpful. Um, but yeah, that's what it, it looks like for me, but it's not, I don't know, I really, I have to be, like, really, really, like, feeling, man, I really feel deep in a hole to, like, say that to somebody else, like, I feel like it might be necessary for somebody else to know what's going on with me. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a, a, a good tipping point, um, like, when you feel kind of like you're going into a hole. Um, I was thinking about it, and I think that in my toolkit, like I've learned to start asking before I end up in a hole, like I can tell kind of when my emotions are starting to 
take a turn. So if I'm having like a bad day or go or a bad week or going through things, I usually use a lot of things in my toolkit first before I, you know, try to reach out because I'm like, okay, depending on how severe, you know, whatever it might be, um, sadness or depression or grief, which is something that I've been, you know, going through lately, I might go work out, I might go for a run, I might listen to a meditation or some Abraham Hicks videos or something to like make me feel like better. And then if it's not, then I might reach out. Um, to someone and I think about like, the last time I was just having a really rough day like grief was really heavy on me and I just like mm-hmm. send a couple text messages um, to people like hey you know I'm struggling today and mm-hmm. I'm really struggling and um, then whenever I saw my partner I was like hey I'm you know having a rough day like can I have a hug like I need some regulation right now we co-regulate um, so that that's kind of mine I don't know if I answer but I, I think I asked before I fall into the hole because then it just feels too far gone so it's like when is it too late to ask too to where you feel like it's more of an uphill battle to get back regulated I mean when you need help is when you need help so I think for everybody there's a different spaces so at that point you know at the point that you need to ask somebody then that's the point you need to ask somebody um I can't I can't ask when I feel like it's getting back because I don't even really know what that means um I don't know, like whenever, whenever I is when it feels like it's just a little too much for me or, you know, sometimes like how you said, we'll have our toolbox. So maybe you can write or you can just kind of like, let me just veg out for a minute, uh, read, do whatever, right? Um, take a shower or take a bath or do some relaxing stuff. There's so much that we can do, but I think that mm-hmm. there's some times where it feels like, like, you know, that's not going to help. That stuff is not really going to do it right now. And so I think that's at the point um, where I know like, well, let me just, I need uh, somebody else um, to reach out to. One thing in my um, last therapy session, I had therapy this week with my therapist. One thing that she brought up was that she said she's doing research right now um, and doing like some writing, academic like writing on what does self-care really mean and that self-care actually might more so be about community involvement than what a person is doing for themselves. And that self-care oftentimes may look like um, you spending time with your friends or being out or doing things because when you think about it too it's like sometimes in those moments that you're not thinking about your own stuff because like self-care you know in air quotes and like sitting by yourself and like the candle and meditating whatever you're still sitting with your own thoughts um, mm-hmm. so I think that's something that she was talking about and looking at to where you know I think about when I need help or if I'm asking for help it's typically a call for connection or a call to um you know, just be with somebody else or, or have you hear me or whatever, right? They're not really solving anything, but like, I think it is like a call to be in community a little bit more. And so that um, oftentimes that we, we don't think about that and spending time with people or, you know, even asking somebody else how they are, whatever might make you feel better in the moment. Um, But I think all of those things are very relevant. I think so too. And I think I'm so glad that you mentioned that because community care is such is so important. And to your point, like, I think that that is such an extension of self-care, but in our society, and you've talked about it before, like how individualistic, like the U.S. is and Western societies are like, mm-hmm. that makes it harder to ask for help because it's set up in a way where like, you know, you can do it by yourself and you can do all these things and we're more isolated and not necessarily trained. And so I think that that's one of the things that actually keeps people from asking for help. But I like, the thought of like, whenever you feel like what you typically do to regulate yourself is not enough, is a good time to ask for help. 
um, or to reach out to somebody. And then maybe when you need connection or need, um, you know, a listening ear. I was listening to Simon Sinek, um, who wrote, what, what is it, his book about why or whatever. But um, he was saying that he has this thing with his friends that they've set up in their community, like a community norm where nobody cries alone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because like, he was like, nobody should cry alone. So he's like, we have this thing that you can call and you just let someone cry on the phone with you. And you'd be like, you good? Okay, cool. And you just let them go about their day. But mm-hmm. it's important. He was like, you know, whenever you get to that point of emotional release to, to have someone just hold that space and feel supported, even if they're not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Have you ever called um, a crisis hotline or 988 or any of those things where you just talk to somebody you don't know? Um, I actually never have. Have you? Um uh no and my question was going to be do you feel like there's a difference in just reaching out for help like in general slash anonymously as opposed to call reaching out to a friend I do I do um I think that some other things that keep people from asking for help are like fear of judgment or fear of rejection or um fear of like people letting you down and so in that moment you might or like, I think a lot of it is probably judgment or rejection. You might not want to share that you're so sad because someone might have before been like, but you have everything and you're this and you're that. And it just wasn't very helpful. So that might keep you from like reaching out to friends. Whereas if you have like a third party, like a therapist, someone who you kind of know and have familiarity or something like a hotline, you could actually feel like you could be more honest because there's no consequences after or no worry about like how they're going to think about you and that you know what what that will mean like in y'all's relationship so it kind of gives you like um it could be a possible safer or brave space if you don't have those set up in your life yeah and I would say for anybody right I'd rather them uh call a number or reach out to one of these resources um if that feels easier but I think maybe that's a bigger thing to talk about too is like well, why is it so difficult to ask for help in general? And it's because I think of partly what you said as far as perceptions and, you know, you want to feel like you have it together or you don't want to be judged or you think this or that. But it's just, you know, so interesting to me, like, you know, maybe even as we get older, we see this more, but um, so many people have so many things that they're dealing with. And I think all the time on the news, via Twitter, whatever, right, we see people who, um, whether they take their lives or they talk about things they're going through and it just always seems like it's some big revelation like wow oh my gosh they're going through stuff too and it's like everybody is and yet because nobody talks about it as much then you know that's what kind of leads to some of that stigma but um it's it's very rarely I can't think of any examples right now it's not fair to say it doesn't happen at all but I think that it's very rare that somebody would be vulnerable about something or, or ask for help or talk about how they're feeling and be met with criticism or like you know straightforward like oh you're weak or whatever um especially nowadays uh, where it is something that I think people are trying to respect the conversation at least a little bit more um so I would challenge people and, and I guess everybody listening to uh, reach out for help a little bit more and that may look like um doing it at a less deep level than talking about like mm-hmm. even just mental health right it may be um if you just tell somebody like man I feel uh kind of overwhelmed right now like it can be something that's you know you can deal with but just like practice like telling somebody or letting somebody know because also that's sometimes not really fair when the people around you have no idea what's going on um 
And I don't think that's entirely on people to like always have to reach out to you and ask you, you know, how you're doing. And so um, I would say to practice that on a lower level this week for sure. Yeah, that's one of the best ways to actually get better is to start start small and like build a habit. And so maybe not even something emotional if you're not ready for that, but um, start asking for things in general, like asking for help, like, oh, can you help me come over and move my couch and do this? Or I'm leaving for the weekend. Can you like um, feed my cat or something? You know, just like small. That's a little different because. Well, well, it depends I, don't on I feel the level like they got to do all that. Well, but, but, but you have to build up that strength of possibly getting rejected. Like that's a big thing of why people don't ask for things and it's all connected. And so I'm not saying meet somebody random on the street and be like, come to my crib and feed my cat. But if you know somebody or they live in your apartment complex or they're like across the street or something like, Hey, can you do this? But you also have to like be okay with them rejecting you or saying no and, and doing that. And um, to your point, what you were saying earlier, I was like reading about research and um, there's overwhelming research that people tend to overestimate others or underestimate others' willingness to help and overestimate mm-hmm. how inconvenienced people will be if we ask for something. So we're mm-hmm. always stopping ourselves by not asking for things that could be emotional, could be otherwise, because we think that people won't do it. And so I, I love the idea of like starting small and asking, you know, in whatever capacity you feel comfortable, but like trying to build that momentum with your friends. But then to your point, like anytime we ask for help and allow people to help us or support us or be there, we're allowing them to bless us too. And so sometimes you're like stopping people from like showing up for you in ways that they could because you think they might not do it or that they might be too inconvenient. Yeah, bigger than that. I mean, you're just making things more difficult for yourself. Um, You know, everything doesn't have to be so difficult. And so to your point, we talk ourselves out of being helped or things being easier. I, um, the other day, sent a text, I felt in my brain, like, oh, this is a long shot, but like, I wanted it so bad. I was like, well, I don't care. And I just texted it like, hey, um, will you go get some ramen and bring it by my house? And they were like, of course, like order it, I'll go pick it up and bring it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, and then I almost was about to be like, oh no, no. Like, you know, like then kind of back like, oh, that's sweet, but you don't really have to. And I was like, well, shoot, like, okay, I got it. Let me order it and, you know, go pick it up and bring it over. And that made me realize that, it's not something to necessarily abuse, but like if you really want something or if you need something, especially if you're that type of person, right, where um, nobody wants to feel like you're coming across like entitled, like if you're always being like, I need $30 for my nails today, I need $10 for my bills tomorrow, mm-hmm. I need come over and do this, come over and do that, like nobody, you know, that's going to get old real quick, but um, if you're if you're really like asking when you need something, then I think people can respect that as well, and like it just makes life easier. Yeah. And it like, just like we feel good about being able to help people and show up for them. Like it allows other people that too. And like, that's a cool thing too. It's like, it's like a giving and receiving and you create this circle of reciprocity in all your relationships Mm -hmm. where you're not always the giver, which a lot of times in people pleasing and relationships and things like we can feel like we're doing too much, but you actually literally never ask for help. You literally Mm -hmm. never give people opportunities to support you. But then you feel like, man, nobody ain't got my back. They're not doing this for me. You yeah, also never that's ask, the worst bro. too. Yeah. You never ask, dog. Or you act like you have it all together all the time. So it's like, why would I ask you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um, I th- yeah, that's so important. I'm learning to do that too. And it is cool to see 
yeah, entire, I hate entitlement, but it is cool to see, you know, what people want to do and how they want to show up for you. Um, some more research on ways to get better at asking for things um, similar to having smart goals is to have smart requests. So specific, mm-hmm. meaningful, action oriented, realistic and time bound. So like before you reach out, if you're in you know a moment, you know, it can be helpful to think about like exactly what you need. So be very specific about how someone can show up for you, why you need it. Because that's helpful for people to understand. Because you might ask for something and they think you want it for X, but you really need it for Y. And if they knew, you know, the reason why you wanted it, it might be more, they might be more inclined to do it. Um, What resources, like information or emotional support um, would help you, would help you make progress. So action oriented. Um, What this person might be able to assist with. So being realistic um, about what they could maybe show up for. And then like when you need something by. So similar to goals, mm-hmm. like kind of think about that too. Not saying you have to write a dissertation when you're asking things, but you know, when you present it in a way with more information and help people understand the why, it might help you actually get your requests more often. Mm-hmm. So um, to me, that sounds like um, there may be times if it, like a person is just feeling kind of down and uh, like you said kind of earlier, maybe you can, you can realize to yourself that you just need like connection but to reach out to somebody, maybe specifically to say, um, like, hey, can um, can I come over and, and like watch something with you? I just really, you know, I'm feeling kind of lonely right now. I don't want to be by myself or I'm going through X, Y, Z. Um, could do it as, as opposed to just saying like, oh, hey, can I come through? You know, and then I just feel like, like, no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you're just trying to infringe upon them or whatever. But like, if you kind of, are able to have the strength and the vulnerability to let them know what's going on, then it's a little bit different. Um, or even with the like, hey, can I get a hug? But then it's a little different when you can also say like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, grief is hitting me heavy today. Like, so those things kind of take it to the next level. So I think that that is good to uh, be able to express why, you know, what's kind of going on with you so that they also, because people do book their own things too, right? Like, you know, and, and and sometimes it could be an inconvenience based off what you're asking them. Um, but when they can do it and they know it's, you know, around, you know, you feeling some kind of way or going through something, I think that's a little bit different. Yeah. And that requires like one, a level of self-awareness. So you actually have to like sit with and figure out what you need and what's mm-hmm. going on, which is huge. But then also being very vulnerable, which a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't want to do because we are scared of rejection or judgment mm-hmm. and all that. And so, you know, it's really unmasking ourselves and letting people see us, you know, for who and where we are. And then this also presents you an opportunity to be curious about rejection. So, mm-hmm. for example, like maybe you asked for something and somebody said no. And, and maybe it's because they didn't have enough time to like get the stuff together to help you. Maybe they already have plans on the specific day. Like if I hit up Lexi and was like, you know, hey, you know, can I come over? I'm feeling kind of lonely today. Like actually, you know, I'm already, I'm, I'm like doing some work on this project down here. I can't do it um, maybe tomorrow or maybe this weekend or something like that. And so, you know, thinking about how you can give people more time and, and reflect on, you know, how you're asking and what you're asking for. And that can help you improve your asks, like when it comes mm-hmm. to people, like giving them more time, like more notice. Yeah, but I think that's also why it's important to have, um, you know, multiple things in your toolkit, whether it is um, maybe you do reach out to a couple of friends first, but if you can't get to somebody, then feeling okay calling um, like 988 or an anonymous type mm-hmm. line or something just to like talk it out if it's at that point. Um, because yeah, sometimes also we don't ask for things as directly or like show the urgency 
if we do have urgency, because um, we're still kind of trying to think about their time and consider it. Um, we may kind of seem like it's not that deep. And and I think we, you know, like the, the words we put in the sentences when we're kind of softening it up type thing. Um, when you're texting or like emailing somebody that makes it kind of feel like, okay, this is not that important. Um, and so I think it is, it is worth recognizing like how you are asking and also being very straightforward or not like making sure you're not trying to like cloud up the words and stuff like that so people do know. Um, but if mm-hmm. you can't, then like, you know, go to go to your next your next um, kind of options. Yeah, that's super important. And we've done an episode on needs before. It was um, one sixty four. So if you are in a space, it's like where I do feel like I need help, but I don't necessarily know what I need. Um, maybe listen to that and think through, um, you know, process for yourself like what what you need. Mm-hmm. I actually was talking to one of my friends um, a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned this really cool idea of something called an emotional go bag like a like a like a whole bag it's like if you spend it overnight you Mm -hmm. got like a little to go bag and so just adding to your toolkit something you can do to be proactive like not in the middle of crisis obviously but before um whenever you're feeling better or you know more like yourself is to think about the people in your life like who you do trust to be you know there for you who you can be vulnerable with who you can be open and then think about like the ways that they support you that make you feel good. So like one of your friends might be really good at like listening and holding space and giving advice. One might be really good at just cooking for you and y'all just chill and watch TV shows. One might be good for fun and getting your mind Mm -hmm. off things and distraction. And so think about those people and then talk to them, like have conversations so that they know like in that moment of crisis, like I'm gonna call you you know, to hang out and maybe you can cook. I'll bring over groceries you can cook and that might help me whenever I'm feeling really lonely or sad. Or, you know, if I text you like emergency or whatever, if you could just hold space, like Simon Sinek and his friends, like I'm crying, like can, can one of y'all hold space right now? And so setting it, thinking about like all those things, and this might help you think about what you need, like thinking about all of those things that help you feel more grounded, supported, seen, loved. And then when you are, you know, falling into those moments of crisis, being able to reach out to those people that you've already talked to about it. Like they already know, like, you know, if I'm struggling, like this is really helpful for me. Can you show up for me like this? Like, yeah, this is what I can. Or no, I can't do that, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I can't cook all the time, but I'll send you Uber Eats or whatever. And then we can sit on the phone. And so like, I think that that's one way to be helpful. So you don't have to do as much legwork like in the moment, whenever you're feeling. Yeah, I think that can expect to what something you said at the very beginning too, when you were talking about um, what are also ways to where you don't, really need to ask for help or it doesn't get to like that deep of a time and and so just now it sounds like you're kind of saying too like have people who actually know what's going on as things are going on um so that might be like um you know like they know that you have lost a loved one or like you know there's different things along the way where they've kind of seen the different pieces so that you know they know that there's something going on or um maybe something with work, it might be like, you know, you've talked to somebody and told them like you're having difficulty or, um, you know, maybe business is not booming or whatever it might be. Um, and so they like are kind of knowing what's going on. But also I think even sometimes when you do that though, it's still not necessarily like when you really feel like heavily down or something going on, you know, it doesn't necessarily, it's not like linear per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think also one thing about talking along the way to different people though, is that you do learn 
like who's the person when it's real deep like who is the person that makes sense to talk to because it doesn't make sense to talk to everybody so you know kind of based off of like how how empathetic or how much you know they want to be there in in those kind of smaller or maybe more surface kind of times can help you to understand like who might really have the space for you for real um and actually not even the space really because you still got to ask about that but like you know who who will like really be like oh man like really care you know what I mean at the time um because everybody won't necessarily do that no they won't and that's a great point like always considering that you know life is lifing and people always have their own things so always checking in before like emotionally dumping on folks or expecting them to hold space for you um and doing that it is definitely a give and take of emotion um and in space like in a reciprocity of energy um because yeah. sometimes it doesn't feel fair in those points too i i can't remember exactly what it was somebody did it to me recently where they um somebody texting me all this stuff and like in my head i was like bro i was already having a crazy day myself so it was just like like i hear you but like i don't I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just like, you don't even know how I'm doing right now. So like, mm-hmm. this ain't really the time like to be here and all that. Um, and just can't really focus on that. So um, I don't know if you necessarily have to be like, hey, how are you first necessarily? But um, like you've talked about in older episodes where you can ask somebody like, hey, do you have space to hold for me right now? Yep. Um, and I think if I was being genuine in that time, I'd be like, actually, I'm kind of going through a few things myself, but like, but also be like, you know, what's going on? Like, if you just need to kind of talk a little bit, but I don't know, that's kind of difficult too. It's, it's hard, right? And we're not going to get it right every time, especially if you're in the middle of crisis, you might not know what, what else to do. And it might take a lot out of you just to reach out at all and even send something without asking, right? Which is not ideal, but glad that you're reaching out. But you know, that's why it's important that we have these conversations and also with our friends and the people in our lives. And I think the emotional go back idea is also important by also asking people like what they can offer and what they have space, you know, in that time to like show up. Like one person might be like, you know, normally I love to support you, but I'm working on a bunch of really big projects this month. So after this month, I got you, but like this month is kind of hard for me. Um, or they might be able to offer more then you think they will because you know studies have shown that people are usually more apt to help us than we think they are and so mm-hmm. just challenging our assumptions about what the people in our lives can do um how they can show up but also knowing that there are a bunch of resources just in case you know for whatever reason you can't reach out people can't be there where you can feel supported with 988 and the suicide hotline and things like that yeah and i would also say that um as a person maybe being asked for help. No, yeah. If somebody's asking for help um, and asking you, I think sometimes too, we can overestimate like how much they need. Like sometimes people just need you to be like, man, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? Or just like, let mm-hmm. them talk it out. Like, so also that like, it might not need the most. Um, I have a, one of my line sisters just lost her father um, the other day. And so like I texted her today, I had been on the move and I finally texted her today and just, you know, um, you know, you guys are all in my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like asking her, well, what's your cash app? Cause I, all of my line sisters are in, um, North Carolina area. And so being in California, it's like, well, I can't really support stuff for real. Like, you know, showing up and doing things like that. Um, she was like, oh, don't feel like you have to send blah, 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 blah. But I was like, but also like, you know, I know I can't really do the most. So that's, if that's how I can help or that's what I can do, then, you know, I'll do help in the way that I can. Um, but, but what she said to me, 
um, I thought was interesting. She was like, oh, just, you know, you reaching out to me, like, it's really thoughtful. And, you know, I'm just so glad that, you know, for you to reach out to me um, and something else like around those, around that kind of thought. But, you know, I mean, it does make me think like, okay, it doesn't have to feel like some overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, what do they need? Although some people are like that, right? Where it's like, every time they hit you, they need like, need some money or need this or need that. Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, this is real extra. But I'm talking about like when people are kind of going through things, um, you know, a lot of times they don't, they don't need that much, but to feel heard or um, to feel supported in that time. And so, um, you know, even if you're, you are going through something else, it, it does. And it can also be a, a good thing for you to have some kind of like a positive effect on other people. Yeah. And it doesn't take much sometimes to show up for people. So um, we're recording this on Mother's mm-hmm. Day. And I didn't even realize like the Mother's Day was coming up, but then I've had people kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, what are you like, doing? Like, how are you Sunday? doing? Yeah. He was like, damn, I wasn't thinking about it. Until hey, now like, I'm thinking about it. Um, but I woke up and I was like, woke up to text messages of people just like, oh, thinking about you, you know, mm-hmm. praying for you, sending love, you're the Starbucks car. Like, you know, that's nice though that people be thoughtful about them. Man. And so, you know, on days that could be, you know, very hard or struggly for folks or when they are, you know, they're kind of going through stuff. Like it doesn't take much sometimes to reach out and just mm-hmm. kind of like love on folks. And maybe even if it's hard for people to ask sometimes, like, you know, asking, you know, is there any way I can support you? Or even offering like, hey, you know, can I buy you lunch today? You know, I know today's mm-hmm. a tough day. Can I, you know, support you that way? And just seeing, you know, what what they're open to and that might take some of the onus off them to like actually reach out and ask when they might not know what's going on or how to like feel better mm-hmm. that's true I mean there have we done an um, episode on how to be a good friend because like all my friends tell me like I mean everybody who knows me they be like mm, they be like you're a good friend but you're not really a good friend for real I'm like yeah I feel you like I get it because I'll be having so much stuff like I don't, I'm not doing a whole, whole lot of extra like checking in I'm real like out of sight, out of mind, kind of. But if somebody needs something, like I'm one of those, like somebody got directly kind of let me know what's going on, and then I'm not gonna like leave you hanging. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Have we done an episode of, like that or about that? No, but we have it on the ideas list. We know, but we have it on mm-hmm. the ideas list. So maybe yeah, we should do one like, of those. Because that sounds like so much work. Um, and also, I think it, it's worth maybe in our lives kind of saying, like, all right, who are those people that are like on this type of list where I'm like, you know, checking and checking in you know, who are the people on this type of list where it's like every so often, um, cause there's different levels, right. To our friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't, yeah, I think, I think, uh, even like the people I call my closest friends, they'll still be like, you don't really be asking me about this and that. And I'm like, no, I don't really, but I see every other day. So maybe I'm also taking for granted that I'm like seeing you or hanging out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is important to like, think about, um, you know, think about that and everybody has different needs or has different, um, definitions of like what friendship or being there for somebody is and like I said for me it's like okay if you need something then I will be there but that's different than like just checking up on you any given day man yeah we definitely we're gonna do that episode but it makes me think um I I tried to do like friend check-ins to make sure everybody feels loved and supported because people do have different needs right Mm -hmm. and I was laughing because one of my best friends Kim um I hit her and I was like, hey, you know, just checking in. Want to make sure that you feel loved and supported as a friend. Is there anything else I can do to support you? She was like, is it bad that I, if I say I'm good? We talk like once a month. Like, is you know, mm-hmm. and she's I like, remember I remember you talked like, about that before. Yeah, she's like one of my greatest friends. She was like, actually, dog, I'm good, bro. 
Like, cool. yeah, and that's how I would probably. But it's like you never know, right? You never know. Maybe a day where uh, something really is going on. But like, um, but in general, it's just like, yeah. I mean, you might know that about certain friends too. Like, which ones are kind of like, you know, if if you see something weird or whatever, then you know. But otherwise, it's like you know whatever for them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's about knowing your people. Um, but mostly like and going back to the, like the topic of the episode is you know really knowing yourself and when you, like you said if you really feel like you're in a deep darker place um, just at least knowing who you can reach out to and just practicing saying man I'm, I'm feeling kind of down today like it might just be that like just making the statement of how you feel um, and letting them take it from there and letting them kind of show you if they're you know a person who you talk to or not. Yeah, because just like we build up our toolkit, it's like you're building up your support team for those type of things. And then you can have those deeper conversations mm-hmm. um, with them. But I hope that y'all got something out of this and, you know, some stuff to apply to your own life, whether it's like asking more or knowing what you need. So you do have an ask for people in your life. It can be big or small, even with business, because mm-hmm. I did a business pitch at that business thing. And I didn't have an ask other than like to give my website and social media. And there was like an accelerator there. And she was like, you should always have an ask, like always mm-hmm. have an ask. And I'm like, man, you right. Cause I killed everything else, but then missed that part. So mm-hmm. challenging y'all to ask for more in your life. Don't be out here acting entitled because yuck, but you know, asking for things in a way that challenges you to also challenge your assumptions and narratives about like rejection and people wanting to show up for you and all those things. And if you are in crisis, please call 988 or talk to a therapist or go somewhere to where you can feel safe and supported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I have a guest on my podcast, we ask them what they need and, and to have like a call to action for people who are listening to them or connecting to them. So in the same way, um, we should all be kind of doing that in our lives too, where, um, you know, you're putting out there what you need. I think what makes that easier or like for me, for example, uh, it makes it easier to talk about the things you need when you really know you need something because you know that you do a lot of giving. So like, if you know that in your, maybe in your work or in your content or just like with your friendships or whatever that you give, then you should especially not feel any, you know, kind of way about asking sometimes for what you need and like making sure that that's evened out. Not because you need it to be even, but like, you know, you don't have to be that nice person who's like, you're always giving and never asking. Yeah, because that's not yeah that yeah no. don't don't do that don't do that give people an opportunity to show up for you and also advocate for what you need um hit us at carly's couch let us know you know when do you ask for help um if you have any thoughts of you know ways people can help right now child i'm sorry i'm, I'm moving around the most because I'm, I'm getting bit up by mosquitoes I'm like, shoot i'm itching oh man Ooh, okay well we'll make it quick much, i don't even got that much sketch on right now but god dog give me we're going to end with the question of the week. Um, okay. What is your biggest fashion slash makeup regret? Or do you have any? Regret? Um, or like something that makes you laugh whenever you look back at it, like yeah, in pictures. All of that stuff makes you laugh <laughs> looking back. Um, I would say regret would be when I used to cut my bangs myself. Um, because then it was just like real like straight and it was like just like one big roll. Um, and I remember going to pick my friends up at the barbershop one time and the barber was like, and I know you cut them bangs yourself. <laughs> and I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, damn, they do look real immature. I used to do it all the time. But I've always like tried to do my own stuff. Like, so I remember I used to cut them and they would be like way too short. Or like when I was um, just crossing, like they were way long and they were like all the way down to my eyes. But either way, I'm like, mm, that wasn't really it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that. 
that's a good one. Um, and that brought me up when I that brought up the thought when I actually tried to get bangs again because I grew up with the little bob with the bangs, mm -hmm. and then I grew them hoes out in fifth grade and never looked back. And then in college, I was like, oh, I'm gonna try bangs. Bad idea. Mm -hmm. I wore them out once and then put them up. But I will say, um, I had an addiction to white eyeliner in seventh grade. I just thought it was oh, the shit. coolest thing, <laughs> bro. I thought I was white eyeshadow, white eyeshadow or eyeliner, like anything ridiculously cool and bright mm -hmm. on my face. I just knew I was it. Um, and I'd be laughing so hard because my mom told me. And I'd be like, no, I like this. Now I'm like, ooh. Looking crazy. <laughs> Out here looking wild. Um, Should have asked for help. <laughs> Should have asked for help. Look. Well, um, thank y'all if y'all still, are still listening. I'm going to ask y'all to leave us a review. Share this with a friend. And hit us if you have any ideas, questions, or topics for us. Yeah, see you next week. Bye, y'all.